Washington and sometimes in Austin. I think uh, on the Republican side, and I'm a Republican, but on the Republican side, you've got guys jumping over each other to be, no, I, you know, I'm more conservative than you are. Well, let me show you how conservative I am. And it just kind of continues to go in, a, in, in the wrong direction, particularly for an economy in West Texas like Lubbock and West Texas area. You know, of our top 10 employers in Lubbock, top 10, seven of them are government agencies or mm-hmm. entities. Texas Tech, local school districts, uh, UMC, Health Sciences Center. I mean, I go down the list, Lubbock County, Lubbock State School. And even Covenant's nonprofit. Covenant's, well, nonprofit, they're tax-exempt nonprofit. That's mm-hmm. where you get, so okay. they don't, so that's where that comes from. But a large percentage of their income comes from the government. They're a quasi-government agency, and if you look at how tightly they're regulated you can make the case they're a government agency because the number one vocation in lubbock is a nurse you may correct me there but that's my understanding that's probably accurate in terms of just number of jobs teachers Mm -hmm. would probably be a close second uh teachers slash professors educators so you know our, our economy is built upon education medical and agriculture and you know all of them are subject to what happens in washington dc and austin so, I, you know, I was talking to a guy last week. If they advertise on the show, I'll bring up the, the entity in and of itself. But they hadn't advertised yet. But he was telling me that, you know, he deals with, with, all, with real estate. And he said, look, I've had in the last two weeks five people from California buying property, houses in Lubbock. Because government, in their view, every one of them to a person was government is just out of control in California right now. There's, you know, regulation this, regulation that. But to your point about Lubbock, Lubbock has made government. Well, I mean, people be like, well, Lubbock's big government. I, I don't think that's true. I think that Lubbock is a, a shining example of how you make government work, how you make a public dollar turn into 7, 8, 20 private dollars. Sure. Uh, Texas Tech's a great example of that as well. Look, look at the growth in South and West Lubbock. A lot of that's tied to the growth of Texas Tech. You know, Texas Tech is the 800-pound gorilla in our city. How, how is that growth tied to Texas Tech? Well, for every every a dozen to 15 to 20 students that enroll in Texas Tech, that's a professor. Hmm. So Tech grows four or 5,000 students just to kind of do the math. Uh, the way the Health Sciences Center is growing, you know, the way the, UT, the Texas Tech system's influence continues to grow with campuses in Abilene, Amarillo, El Paso, San Angelo, Kerrville, Fredericksburg. Our reach at Texas Tech 25, 20 years ago was mainly around West Texas and the Lubbock area, maybe Amarillo, maybe middle and Odessa. We're a statewide influencer now in terms of uh, higher education in the state of Texas, and that wasn't the case 20 years ago. So how bullish are you right now on the medical economy, move over from agriculture, education, to medical economy? You know, a long time ago, someone told me, you know, medicine uh, is is recession-proof. Everybody's going to need physicians and medical care. Mm-hmm. How that's reimbursed and how, you know, hospitals stay healthy, and you're seeing rural hospitals really suffer with the way reimbursements are structured right now. And you see Covenant doing a massive renovation and basically a, a reinvigorating uh, of their campus in terms of how they're reimbursed. It's going to be that's how their campus is being rebuilt is based on reimbursement. So it's just it's always in a state of flux. And health systems that are nimble and that have access to capital are the ones that are going to survive. Yeah. So right now, as you drive down, people in Lubbock drive. Uh, you're driving 
west on 19th street and you see all the big orange barrels out in front with the reflectors on them out on 19th street uh, highway 114 because they're doing a huge renovate even in the front right on 19th street they're going to implode probably not employ but knock down three or four original buildings of the old methodist hospital and build a new tower that is you know high tech high functioning and is built for how we get reimbursed in healthcare. UMC's been under construction for the last 20 years. You know, building a building here, a tower here, a library here, and it's in collaboration with the Health Sciences Center, but they're continuing to grow, and their influence continues to grow. And so for the first time in a long time, you're seeing a lot of partnerships with UMC, the Health Sciences Center, and Covenant Health System working together, whether that's the Children's Hospital or, or, or Arrington Cancer Center. So a lot of good synergies are going on in medical right now. But Lubbock continues to expand its dominance and reach regionally as the place people go to for healthcare. So where is Lubbock's economy right now, like in within a frame of the last 15 or so years? It's probably as good as it's ever been the last probably 36 months. Uh, the last 120 days, it's just been, you know, you're seeing new hotels on Spur 327. There's mm-hmm. three of them under construction. There's two new ones on I-27. There's one under construction on North Avenue Q, a double tree. So uh, lodging and that kind of thing is really imploding or exploding. Multifamily projects. There's probably been probably 2,000 doors added to Lubbock in terms of uh, new apartment complexes. Occupancies are still high. At some point, we're going to reach an equilibrium where we've got enough apartment complexes to meet demand. But as tech continues to grow, LCU continues to grow, Wayland, uh, we need heads and beds, and so th- we need opportunities for that. So we're seeing growth in that way, too. Let me add, uh, now we're going to get into local Lubbock stuff, but tell me this new agreement to bring uh, to bring students from South Plains downtown. Uh, what is it, 2,000 students or so in the old city hall? Uh-huh. For people who are looking at, you know, they're listening to you on the radio. They're looking for bankers. They're looking for uh, what can we buy. Is now the best time to go downtown and buy some property? You know, I, I'm not going to say it is or it isn't, but I'm just saying for the first time since I've been in Lubbock and I've been here over 20 years, I'm seeing p- private investment in downtown. The city's tried for years. Market Lubbock, Lita have done all kinds of things from an infrastructure perspective. But you've got to have bodies around downtown, either living or working, to bring restaurants and retail and other things that go with it. And so if, if, if it, South Plains College is successful in doing that, we fill up uh, the Pioneer Hotel with apartment dwellers. Texas Tech crosses Avenue Q with some housing options, and there's some things in the works there. Those are kind of things that are going to really create a spark for downtown. The government and, and the public's dollars aren't really going to get there it's going to be private investment hmm uh you we're going to go to break here in just a minute but uh tell me what um you step down for school board does that mean that you get a fifth wheel you're gonna no i'm too young for a fifth wheel no and my <laughs> my, my term ran out that's funny because my wife wants me to get a fifth wheel <laughs> I'm not old enough for a fifth wheel, but okay. uh, yeah, my term ran out. I, I'd done it for uh, 15 years, and uh, I decided not to run for re-election. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Curry stepped up to the plate, uh, one of my neighbors, and he's got kids in the district, and he's going to do a great job. He's been a volunteer for a number of years. He's going to hit the ground running, and his learning curve will be a lot less steep than someone that just shows up to take office. All right. 
Uh, James Arnold, you stick around with us right. through the break. You bet. Get in some some more Lubbock economics. Uh, again, you got to know how your place works, what makes it turn. And James Arnold, ABC Bank's here to teach us. Stick right with us here about the 60, 90 One seconds. I'm not sure. Be right back with you, other side of Texas. Shots rang out as I stumbled home. So I hit behind the dumpster in an alley. Smile, it's gonna be okay. Jason White Dentistry, the West Texas way. One smile and time is how it's done. We treat you like you're the only one. Your peace of mind is our state of mind. We want to get to know you one smile at a time. Smile, it's gonna be okay. Jason White Dentistry, the West Texas way. Blue Collar Bill here. For 20 years, West Texas Accessory Depot has been Lubbock's place for toolboxes, grill guards, power inverters, and everything I need to make my rig work for me. And now Accessory Depot is a licensed Stanley Black & Decker wholesaler, so I can get my DeWalt Porter Cable and Proto Work Tools with 80's great customer service at cheaper prices than the box stores. They're a one-stop shop for a full truck outfit from toolbox to tool out. Give West Texas Accessory Depot a call today at 806-866-9494. That's 806-866-9494. Or go see them at 7405 82nd, just west of Valencia, or at WTAccessoryDepot.com. That's WTAccessoryDepot.com. Hey Lubbock, are you thinking about buying or selling a house? You can rely on Charity Leeson at Amy Tapp Realty to provide excellent full-service care from start to finish. Charity Leeson will work with integrity to find your perfect home, right on budget, with open and honest communication. Call to discuss options today at 806-370-7340. Again, that's 806-370-7340. And check out CharityLeeson.com and Charity Leeson Realtor on Facebook. I was a rambling man when I was young. I hey, was uh, Title One. Lubbock's Digital Real Estate and Title Escrow Company. Title One is committed to providing you with the highest level of communication and service from the time the contract opens till it closes. See how Title One can serve your realty consumer and lending needs at TitleOne.com. Uh, get good text over the break from my good friend Clifford Wilkes. Uh, speaking of uh, realtors, Charity got uh, Cliff's house under contract in two days. Good little commercial there for charity leasing realty but james arnold in studio he is abc bank's president and i always say look since i was a kid james and i'm not patronizing you this is a fact like whenever i was a kid rolling around lubbock banks have all they're either newer or they've changed their names but abc banks it's i mean it's more than 79 i know you guys have been doing this since 64 hey there's always been abc bank in lubbock We've been around a long time, and uh, we've expanded out of Lubbock, and we're in Austin, Dallas, Colorado Springs, and uh, it's it's a good place to be. Man, do you get to go oversee the Colorado Springs operation? It's hard to get to, but I get there as often as I can, especially <laughs> in the summertime. I've got, I've got to go. I need to go. I've got to go manage this operation. So are there any concerns that you see on the horizon 
for regional economy here? Well, uh, yeah, there's some. There's always some. You know, uh, this looming drought is a concern for producers. You know, we talked about that a little bit earlier. But, you know, one of the things in terms of one of our economic pillars is education. A stat that I learned today, uh, the United States, there's $1.5 trillion of student loan debt on the books today. Hmm. Credit card debt's $1.3 million, $1.3 hmm. trillion. Trillion. So, you know, is that a looming black cloud in the future? You know, will there be defaults? I'm sure there will be. But how, how we absorb and deal with that student debt crisis, in my opinion, it's a crisis, is, is, is big. Uh, regionally, you know, again, we're the tortoise in the tortoise in the hare race. You look at growth in Austin and Dallas, it's off the charts. Housing starts are off the charts. Uh, price per square foot for housing is off the charts. There's a correction looming in, in Texas on, on real estate, I think. Lubbock, I don't know that that's the case. We are slow and steady wins the race. We don't have large track builders like they do in Dallas and Houston. We don't have a Wells Fargo B of A Citigroup presence in terms of banking that fund those guys. We've got community bankers, community banks that are smart and wise in what they do. We've got community builders that work well with banks and partner together. So a real estate boom in Lubbock, it, it is in terms of for what we've seen in the last 20 years, but I think we're managing it with good bankers and good builders to not overbuild. So I'm getting out of my pen right now. Tomorrow we have Congressman Jody Arrington on the show. A little plug for tomorrow's show. Congressman Jody Arrington will be on with us at 5.30. Before him, editor, executive editor of the Tex Tribune, Ross Ramsey. But with regard to community banks and everything that happened post-2008, what would be, in your mind, running one, uh, what are a couple of questions that ought to be asked of the congressman with regards to community banks? Well, I think, you know, we had the correction in 2008, and then it always happens. There's an overreach from the government to try to correct and prevent what happened in the past. Mm-hmm. So what the, what happened with that is, you know, a little bit of a, too, the screw got tightened a little too tight for community banks under $5 billion, and that sounds like a lot, that's big, but the four big banks, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Citigroup, C-I-T-I, not Citibank, but Citigroup out of New mm-hmm. York, they control over 85% of the deposits in the country. Those are the banks that we need to make sure that are tightly regulated, this too-big-to-fail monkey we've heard about. Those are the banks that could really bring down our national economy. If a bank that's a billion to five billion dollars fails that's absorbable in our economy so what happened was they applied what goes on with these four big banks that control deposits and tried to apply that across all banks how big is an issue for you i mean i've i've read a lot i pay a lot of attention obviously the name of the program is other side of texas we deal with with rural issues but rural access to credit to me qualifies as a top three issue right now Whenever we talk about it, because I do not, and I don't want, I'm not asking you to get involved in this, James Arnold, but whenever I hear people talk about rural in past tense, it really grinds my gears. Like, now, like, cultural appropriation, that's like salad dressing compared to uh, the sort of acrimony I get riling up in me about rural, talking about rural in past tense. And to me, a big issue whenever I talk with producers or I talk with people running small businesses in rural communities, we just don't have access to credit because of the 2008 correction that we just talked about. Sure. 
and, and you know, in, in Washington and maybe sometimes in Austin, Lubbock's considered rural. Absolutely. And so... And Morton, Leveland, Jayton. I hear it all the time. Childress. Uh, it's all the same thing. Sure. Lubbock's in Austin. All that up there, past the turreted rock towers of the Caprock, all the same thing. We, we don't even get, know it. We get lumped in together. And so we've got a band together. And I think with technology and with, with access to technology ought to trump access to credit. Because with technology, you have access to credit. You know, with online lending platforms right now, you can you can open a bank account, you can open a loan, you can do all kinds of things online. We've got to open up those online access points for the Mortons of the world, for the Jatons of the world, so they have access to not only credit but other things. And so that's important, and it's it's something that we focus on. And we we've got ag customers all over the region that that drive and, and come into Wolforth to borrow money to plant and to produce cotton all over the South Plains. Mm-hmm. Hey, so let's get in selfishly for just a moment. This program, our bank account is written on American bank commerce checks, but I love Jonathan. Can I just brag about Jonathan? I mean, I call Jonathan. I'm like, hey, dude, <laughs> what's going on? And he just gives me the lowdown. What's, yeah. what's Jonathan's last? Forgive me. I don't Perez, know. Jonathan Perez. I just, I just know to call and ask for Jonathan. Yeah, he's a good one. He's a keeper. Him. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on on the mortgage side, speaking of all this growth. Yeah, we're, we're in the mortgage business here at ABC Bank, and uh, we can do any kind of you know jumbo mortgage, conventional, any kind of mortgage that you think you need. We can do it. Uh, we can go. Uh, we're working on a one-time close product, so you can build it and move into it and close on a permanent financing instrument and just do one-time close. And so we're working on a lot wow. of different products uh, at ABC and would love to talk to anybody because we are an equal housing lender and we're a member of FDIC. Okay. So uh, who who do they go? If customers want to call, or folks want to call, who do they ask for? 775-5000 is the number and ask for Jessica and uh, she'll take care of you. 775 5000 you must plan that. It's pretty easy to remember. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, anything else before we get you off here? No, I appreciate it. You know, uh, we appreciate you guys, what you guys do for the community. And uh, the other side of Texas is important to the state of Texas. And I know that's what your radio show is called, but West Texas is important to the future of Texas. And I appreciate you being a voice for West Texas. Well, we appreciate what you do as well. James Arnold, the ABC Bank, that's where you can find him on Twitter and theabcbank.com heard from him himself even dropped a john monford there you go in there i got here (laughs) got it done so we're going to break there james arnold thanks for coming in uh get back in with some news and notes that you need to know from the other side of texas and texas at large right here stick right with us here on other side of texas I see the sunrise creeping in. Everything changes like the desert. Emily Jones for ABC Bank. A winning team means having the right players. Whether I'm at work or at home, I bank on a team effort. That's why ABC is my bank. Online or in person, ABC Bank is there when I need them. Putting my needs first, they've actually found a way to put the I in team. Bank on better with ABC Bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to last longer than any other brand in the market. Designed to last 25 years in your home. 
So it's only fitting that they're also backed by the industry's longest lasting warranty, a warranty that's five times longer than the competition. And unlike anyone else, our warranty covers parts and in-home labor. You heard that right, parts and labor. Covered. Get your Speed Queen and our industry-leading warranty at Brand Source Radio Lab, located at 4902 50th Street. Smile, it's gonna be okay. Jason, my dentistry, the West Texas way. When smile and time is how it's done. We treat you like you're the only one. Your peace of mind is our state of mind. We want to get to know you one smile at a time. Smile, it's gonna be okay. Jason White Dentistry, the West Texas way. Molded out of red clay and baked in the West Texas sun to perfection is the other side of Texas with Jay Leeson. I worked the rigs from three to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. I'd get off and drink till day. Hey, welcome back in Lubbock File Room. How about these guys providing safe and secure document storage and shredding services to Lubbock and the surrounding area since 1992? You know, Queen Catherine, we used to print everything off. Oh, really? Yeah, and now that it's printed <laughs> off, uh, you got to do something about it. For a free and hassle free estimate on how to get rid of this stuff. Call them, 806-744-7666 today. That's 806-744-7666, and they can get it done. And I'm giving you a first-hand testimonial. They will make these problems go away, and whenever you get rid of it, they'll give you a certificate of destruction uh, that you can hang in your office right there beside your uh, double-T diploma. Where are you going to school? Uh, South Plains. Oh, you're going to start at South Plains? Mm -hmm. That's where I started. Really? Yeah. Wow. I went there for a year and a half. Did you like it? And once I got, I loved it. I think the South Plains does a great job. And, you know, me being the fiscal conservative that I am, <laughs> why are you laughing? Okay. Uh, me being the fiscal conservative that I am, I, uh, you know, once we got married and my wife saw what the student loan was, she was awfully glad that I went to South Plains, mm -hmm. so... Uh, you gonna go to campuses in Lubbock, or are you gonna go out to Lubbock? I'm gonna do online school there. Okay, gonna try some online. Uh, I I mentioned this yesterday. It wanted to engage it now, but a man can be so determined to get biscuits and gravy that uh, not only will he go to get his biscuits and gravy a little bit before a.m. before 4 a.m. He will go to McDonald's and bust out the windows if they don't give him his biscuits and gravy. Uh, this from everythinglubbock.com. Uh, uh, excuse me, this is KCBD. Lubbock police are searching for a man. This was yesterday. I don't know if they're still searching for our biscuits and gravy suspect. But a man who smashed a drive through window at McDonald's early in the morning before 4 a.m., on Monday, a police summary says a man was trying to order biscuits and gravy in the drive-thru when an employee told him they were closed for a short time to allow employees to reset their system. The employees told the man they could return in about 20 minutes, but 20 minutes wasn't doing it for this guy. The manager at the restaurant says they close every day at the same... So is it 24 hours or not? 
Can I get my biscuit and gravy? Anytime or not. You reset every... So, note to self, don't show up at McDonald's on North University at 3.50 a.m. I mean, I hadn't done that since college. We didn't even stay up that late in college. It was like, go do things that I don't want to talk about on the radio, and then at 2 a.m. go to Lone Wolf. Woo-hoo! Employees told the man they could return in 20 minutes. The manager at the restaurant says they close every day at the same time. The suspect then waited in the parking lot for 20 minutes, and then his stomach started growling. That's my own attribution of the story. The report says the man got out of the truck he was driving and walked towards the drive-thru with a window. The employee said the man was holding a baseball. No, hold on, hold on. We've only heard one side of the story. It's probably because the man is at large. But there must have been something else that went down. It didn't just say, hey, sir, we close every day at this time. 20 minutes will be. Because after 20 minutes, by their own by their own admission, he waited 20 minutes. And then the man got out of his truck and walked towards the drive-thru window. The employee said the man was holding a baseball bat. And the employee was able to step back as the man hit the drive-thru window with the baseball bat three times. The suspect left the scene and was last seen headed on North University. Officials say no one was hurting the disturbance. They have put up temporary windows and we'll continue. So there's some, some plywood windows that just open. Can I help you? If they see a baseball bat, they just close them again. Uh, temporary windows and will continue to serve through the drive-thru. Got to go down to uh, 102 North University and see how that's going. Uh, Got to get your biscuits and gravy. I mean, you can't blame a man. I mean, you're responsible for your own actions. Right. But, you know, back to the first segment, there's there's know-how and then there's no things. And uh, this guy kind of got things reversed in his mind. Uh how to get things done and then knowing knowing things baseball bat probably not the best uh, means of getting things done going into some texas news here uh here in the final segment of this edition of other side of texas so cruz ted cruz and beto o'rourke cruz on the republican side beto o'rourke on the democratic side The whole thing starts off in the primary runoff with Cruz going right at Beto's name. Now, Beto is uh, a Latino nickname for somebody named Robert, Roberto, Beto. And questioning O'Rourke's motives, maybe Ted Cruz and Team Cruz went after Beto, the name Beto, the day after the GOP and Democratic primaries in Texas and is saying essentially that he calls himself Beto but he's an Irishman an Irishman who was raised in uh, El Paso and so if you're Beto O'Rourke and you're looking at this and you're Beto O'Rourke's people how do you challenge Cruz on this front because he's essentially said you're a contrived politician and even though and I clarified this with Beto O'Rourke whenever he's on the program. I certainly look forward to having Senator Cruz as well. But, you know, 
how long have you been well he's been called Beto since he was in kindergarten so it's not like he got out of college and decided you know I made some money in the tech industry now I want to run like he's been called Beto for a while but if you're Beto O'Rourke's team and you want to fire back at Cruz for calling you a essentially and I'm going to take some liberty here a contrived Hispanic politician how do you how do you fire back well Ted Cruz's campaign, this uh, via Patrick Svitek in the Texas Tribune, Beto O'Rourke, or Ted Cruz's campaign says, quote, we are considering all possibilities in front of us and will be working with potential hosts of, and, and the O'Rourke campaign, will be working with hosts and the O'Rourke campaign to make sure Texans can hear from the candidates. That in response to O'Rourke wanting six debates with ted cruz now he's within five and it's may one right now and we're coming up to september so a long summer ahead and then into the fall he wants six debates in two of them oh your name's beto okay you must not be that hispanic that latino well guess what o'rourke wants two of those six debates to be in spanish so, you tell me, Raphael Ted Cruz. You want to go? Let's go. I think a pretty ingenious... Uh, look, just forget the partisanship. Just looking at the analysis of it. Uh, Cruz, Cruz is very articulate. Some would say too articulate. But can he be that articulate in Spanish? Does he know Spanish? I don't even know if he knows Spanish. But I got to tell you, from a political standpoint, uh, you're going to go at a guy and say that he doesn't have spanish credentials well what do you do you challenge the guy to two spanish debates and i'm just gonna go on a whim here and say that uh cruz is going to release a statement that essentially says uh we're considering all possibilities in front of us when we're working with potential hosts in the award campaign <laughs> that's that's uh, how I think that's going to play out. Um, it's the boy's birthday today. I'm looking forward to going home. We're going to go grab some burgers. They got a um, a Nintendo Switch. Have you seen one of these, Queen yeah, Catherine? I have. Yeah, they're they're pretty pretty. I came home, I went home, set the thing up. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was harder to get the tv the flat screen we have you see how dated it is because it took me like 15 <laughs> minutes to get it to hdmi they got out of school we did not want to put their precious teachers under the gun all day long to say like we didn't want them to open them at breakfast like mm-hmm. they got to open some presents we got up we did the whole bacon eggs and <clears throat> blueberry pancakes thing but did not want them to open because it's their first game console right so you were born in 2000 2000 so you know what they have been playing mm-hmm. the only game console we have in our house is a nintendo wii that i bought in 2002 <laughs> oh. yeah a long time ago but it's really awesome because they have like tecmo bowl and they are convinced that bo jackson is the greatest athlete to ever play any sport whatsoever and zaire smith being a close second 
That's just their frame of reference. But that's because they play Tech Mobile all the time. And so Jack and Sam just turned nine, and it's hard for me as a dad. Like, I had a real dad moment. I was, I got another news story, but, you know, you got to know your host. got to know if you like what – look, this is what rolls through my mind. I'm walking into the kitchen this morning, 6.15, got on my manly pinstriped robe. Like, that's – nothing says 40 <laughs> like a robe. Like – I cannot let these children see me without my shirt oh, on. <laughs> so I'm walking in the kitchen, but I think you have, I think you have about six epiphany moments as a dad. Like, okay, it's time to switch gears. It's time to do something different. And I was walking in the kitchen this morning, and I saw these kids who were who are not little anymore. We had three kids in 20 months, right? So Grace is 10. Yeah, you make that face. Yeah. yeah. It was surreal. Grace, 20 months, and then Jack and Sam, you know, 20 months later. And uh, you're wa- I was walking in the kitchen this morning, and I just had this epiphany moment that I don't have little kids anymore. I've got a four-year-old, Charlie, mm-hmm. but he's the classic youngest child, like the sharpest kid in the house right. because he's around all these big kids all the time. And... As I was walking in the kitchen this morning, I just thought to myself, and you know, it might have been prevenient grace, the grace of God. Uh, it, it, well, it probably wasn't myself because it would have taken me another two years to come to this conclusion, but it's time to shift gears. You aren't raising little kids anymore. Now you're raising a young woman and young men. And that was kind of sad to walk in the kitchen for the first time this morning and think, you know, we got the balloons and the the streamers and everything up but now you're raising kids so you're raising young men so my young men and my young young woman watched me struggle for 15 minutes before the show to get the tv to hdmi so that they could play their new nintendo switch so (coughs) plenty of uh mario stuff coming up but we did that because I'm tired of all these. I'm tired of all these tablets all over the house and wondering what the kids are doing, right? So mm-hmm. now the tablets are being collected, and I'm just gonna go throw them in the dumpster. Oh. Like I'm tired of worrying about what. And I get the email every time they download a new game. But whenever you're a dad and you get an email from Amazon that says, "Hey, uh, you just downloaded Walking Dead." Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> no, we didn't. Hmm. Hey, uh. So, some dad news there, and uh, you know that it's something I think a lot about, and I'm glad to talk about it on air. Uh, the rest of this week, we have uh, tomorrow Ross Ramsey, five fifteen, executive editor of the Texas Tribune. Following him, congressman out of District nineteen, in Texas, Republican Jody Arrington, be on with us. That's tomorrow's show, and then on Thursday. We have an interview with James White, who's a state representative out of East Texas, the only African-American in the Texas legislature. Some candid takes from James White. You know, we focus a lot on West Texas, on the other side of Texas, but there are other sides of Texas and see what's going on in East Texas and and how our various issues overlap with one another. And then, of course, on Friday is the Brandon Darby, Breitbart, Texas boss, Brandon Darby's Hour of Power here on Other Side of Texas. So, until then, got to go home now. Got to get home. Stay longer. But uh, we've got a good supper ahead of us and a great family 
waiting for me until next time thank you for tuning in if you like this thanks for telling a friend and thanks for stealing their off they're holding their phone all the time just take it from them go to podcasts there on their phone and go ahead and subscribe them to other side of texas and thank you for your reviews there as well other side of texas on facebook twitter at ostx show other side of texas.com want to thank again uh, james arnold and american bank of commerce for being great supporters of this program and, and great sponsors as well check them out at theabcbank.com so go ahead and hit that music there queen catherine thank you for tuning in and uh, we look forward to talking. We've got some writing coming up. I'm going to actually sit down and begin to write a little bit. Some stuff for Dallas Morning News and some stuff for the blog there at Other Side of Texas. So look forward to that and look forward to tomorrow. Well, we'll see you again here on the Other Side of Texas. Building owners and managers. Sometimes you have good engineering, good equipment, and a good installing contractor but your heating, ventilation, air conditioning system just doesn't work well. If this is your situation, call ND White Engineering. Using state-of-the-art methods and instrumentation, ND White Engineering can perform a survey of your building, pinpoint exactly what's going on, and provide detailed recommendations for correcting the problem. For more information, call 806-785-1370. Hey Lubbock, are you thinking about buying or selling a house? You can rely on Charity Leeson at Amy Tapp Realty to provide excellent full-service care from start to finish. Charity Leeson will work with integrity to find your perfect home, right on budget, with open and honest communication. Call to discuss options today at 806-370-7340. Again, that's 806-370-7340. And check out CharityLeeson.com and Charity Leeson Realtor on Facebook competitive interest rates to meet all of your agricultural financing needs. We specialize in farm and livestock, real estate, agribusiness and equipment loans, crop insurance and leasing. Ag Texas dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. Ag Texas Farm Credit. Your success, our purpose. Being a member of Ag Texas Farm Credit Services has its advantages. We're a cooperative. So when we do well, we share our earnings with our 